Welcome, Rockets Nation, to the first post-game show, preseason game number one. The Rockets win 125 to 119. It was a barn burner of a finish. You saw the youth movement on full display today. We'll break it all down. Talk about Wood, KPJ, Jalen Green, Alper, and Shangoon, everybody, right? Little by little. But before we do, make sure you hit the like, share, and subscribe for more content like this. If you guys haven't checked out our Alperun Shangoon feature video, make sure you guys check that out. And also our Jalen Green Chosen One video, which has done really well. It's up to 23,000 views right now. Hey, keep watching, keep sharing, keep supporting. Let's continue to grow this channel, Rockets Nation. Let's do it together because we have a lot of potential to be a lot bigger, right? Uh, covering the NBA professionally for seven years, uh, it's been a blast and I'm excited to really expand to different teams, Rockets, uh, the Raptors, the Pistons potentially, and obviously still the Kings here on this channel. But hey, man, let's get right into it. The Rockets win today, once again, 125 to 119. They were losing in the fourth quarter. I would say it kind of changed when Josh, Josh Christopher came into the game. He hit three three-pointers. Really impressive stuff, man. He had a great summer. Like, I watched it. I was there. Super ultra athlete. Uh, a little bit of playmaking skills. And the biggest question mark was the shooting, right? But, hey, he came in. He gave the Rockets and the fans that were present a hell of a show. And we'll get into that later. But let's start off with Kevin Porter Jr. KPJ. I love the fact that in our 10-question video, which you guys can check that out as well, we talked about, is he going to be an empty calorie player? Is he going to be, right, being the lead guard, being the point guard of this team? And I said no. And, you know, Vince Miracle said that he may be Jordan Clarkson. I was like, that's just disrespectful. And the reason being is because Kevin Porter Jr. is so talented with the ball as a playmaker. He has that slip pass. He has that no-look feel for the game that... Jordan Clarkson simply doesn't have, right? And that's why I thought that was a disrespectful comparison per se. But KPJ, 25 points tonight. He would have had a lot more points, honestly, if he would have played the full amount of time that he's going to get this year. But his game is so polished. He got stronger, seems like. And that first step is elite, right? Hell of a basketball game. I was just impressed with how involved he was in trying to get his teammates uh, the ball in the right position. It's only game one of the preseason, but you can tell that they've been working on this during training camp, and it was a beautiful thing to see. So let me know what you guys think in the comments below. Uh, again, like, share, and subscribe for more content like this. Let's talk about Christian Wood today, 23 minutes he was 3-5, one-on-one from beyond the arc. He had that crazy four-point play, right, where he just shot it. It was one of those prayers, and it went in. Hell of a shot. 2-7 uh, from the free-throw line, which the entire team struggled tonight. Uh, wasn't a pretty thing to see, but it's something that the coaches can point out uh, during film sessions tomorrow. And, again, they're free-throws. Take care of those things. They're better shooters than that. Uh, obviously, they're <laughs> Their uh, field goal percentage is very apparent of that. So Christian Wood, 
I guess my biggest takeaway uh, for me from this game was that he was extremely unselfish at first, trying to get Daniel Tice involved, being that stretch four, even though I do think that his best position is at the five and in crunch time lineups, he probably will, which is what we saw when the Rockets made that run with Daniel House and Jay Sean Tate in the third quarter, I believe it was. But, you know, going small, he's going to have to play the five. But right now, I feel like he can be a productive stretch four. And with the emergence of Albert and Shangun, who, if you guys know anything about me, I am extremely high on. The guy is just a beast. He showed it today, which we'll get into in a little bit. But Christian Wood, as of now, he will start games as a stretch four, 6'10", super mobile for his size, can do a little bit of everything. So... I was impressed with the fact that he's becoming a better playmaker, being more self-conscious of those little things that will make him a better overall player. And yeah, his his performance was a good one today. He ended the game with let me see. Uh, he was a he was a plus one for the game, and nine points, seven rebounds, four assists. Again. One block, the four assists is key right here because those are some of the question marks that a lot of people had going into this season. And it's only game one. It's only one preseason game. But I like what I saw from Christian Wood from that department. <clears throat> Talk about Daniel Tice real quick. He's a guy that's going to play his role, going to be the ultimate professional. And I tweeted this out. I expect Shangun to beat him out made way through the season at least. But as of right now, he's a nice placement starting ceremonial type guy where he can give you solid minutes, give you those 18 to 22, because I hope that Shangun gets 22 to 25 minutes. He should be getting those minutes tonight. He only played 13, but his impact was so apparent, right? As soon as he came into the game, you saw the skills you saw the mobility. A lot of people were like, oh, well, he's not going to do good, you know, with the NBA talent and, and the size and the, and, and, and the speed of the game. And I was just like, dude, are you not watching the film? Like, are you not watching them play? What doesn't he do well at this age? He is so productive. The second best European prospect since Luka Doncic. I've said that multiple times. and I'm going to say it again. The kid can do it all. He is so, so gifted offensively. He is a special talent offensively. And even on his first possession, Spencer Dinwiddie, I believe, he tried to Euro step that. Bam. Swat it. Great, great thing. Uh, it's, it seems like to me, anytime I see a high IQ offensive player, I always beg the question. Uh, I, I always ask the question, why on earth wouldn't they become at least a plus team defender? There is no reason to believe that Alper and Shangun could be a productive, good team defender. I expect that from him because he's a very smart basketball player. And he's a student of the game, so expect a lot of improvement in that area. That was the biggest question mark for me going into this season is can Alper and Shangun um, become not even a plus defender, but a zero flat out, not a negative but just a flat-out zero right in, in, in the plus-minus department defender. Can he be that steady presence coming off the bench, 
but playing more minutes than Daniel Tice. Because if he doesn't, that's going to alter some of his development, in my opinion. And this year is all about the development, the youth movement. And that's what I want to say. But his playmaking, you saw it in the high post. The dude just hits you in the stride. He can, to me, the most impressive play was when he just crossed it over, drove, swing pass to the corner, literally gave it to him, spoon-fed the dude. I forget who it was, but for an open three, that was just a beautiful thing to watch. got to love those things, right? Uh, how's everybody doing? Again, for the people who may not be used to me, doing post-game shows for the Rockets. Uh, definitely want to try this out and, and continue doing it all, all season long because Rocket Nations has showed a lot of love to me as of late. So let's keep that going. So Shangun was in, just incredibly proficient tonight, uh, very productive. He came in late to the game. He made a huge, huge play where he stole the ball, I believe, or he grabbed the rebound. He led the break for a dish off in transition to Josh Rich to, to, to Josh Christopher for the end one. Fans went berserk. That was the play that pretty much clinched him the victory uh, down the stretch. And those are the little things that you don't see a 6'10 center do on a daily basis. That is a very unique skill set to have. Shangun has that. Uh, I like what I saw from Jay Sean Tate and the paint. He had a nice little shut. Shimmy Shake, hook shot, Daniel House providing that athleticism, that defense. You know, they didn't shoot the ball great, but you saw how effective these two guys can be. And they were part of my 10-question series where I was like, okay, can they become a strong enough asset to include in the John Wall deal to continue this youth movement? I know he said that he's going to, you know, uh, be a leader in the locker room mentor some of these kids but you're trying to move him as soon as possible because he is healthy he's a good basketball player and you want to do him that favor so can these two guys jay Tate and daniel house become very good role players to where other teams are like okay i want that guy because those two guys can be part of my playoff rotation and those are the questions that you should be asking yourself as we progress throughout the season, Kenny Martin Jr. had a nice game, super athlete. Don't know how many minutes he'll get throughout the season, but he's just an explosive, fun athlete. Hopefully, he can do some damage in the G League. Usman Garuba came into the game, as we all said, and I've been saying, the most polished defender in the draft overall. I still think Davion Mitchell's right there. I'll say Garuba, Davion Mitchell, or 1A, 1B, but Garuba's versatility to guard bigger guys. To switch on to guards, that's what makes him so special defensively. And he hit that three-point shot, which is his biggest question mark, right? So can Garuba continue to hit that shot? And if he can, he's going to get playing time without question. Like, Garuba is so special defensively that he compliments Shengun. He compliments Christian Wood. That's the type of player you want if you're the Houston Rockets, especially if, say, a guy like Jayshon Tate. Right. If you potentially move him, which I don't think they should, because he's part of this future and he's such a good player. But now you're thinking, okay, well, I got this. Can I get another asset in return? Just some things to think about. But again, I would love to keep uh, Jay Shante on this Rockets team because he's such a good player. Um, he just understands how to play basketball. But it was McGrew, man. 
that guy is extremely versatile, extremely long, and it's going to be fun to see how he complements his roster for the future. Josh Christopher comes into the game. You're, I kind of touched on it earlier. The dude is just a microwave scorer. You know, he has the potential to be that 3 and D guy, and that's what they drafted him for. They're hoping that he becomes that, but this team is very talented in terms of the guard position. You guys, you, you still have Eric Gordon, who was playing the small forward. He started there tonight. I don't see him beating them out, so he needs to continue this trajectory and improve so he can, you know, do damage on this roster. But with Daniel House, Jason Tate there, it's going to be hard to get some playing time. And I'll be honest, he had a great performance tonight. He was the catalyst, I would say, to that that was a driving force for the Rockets to clinch game one of the preseason and just give their fans some type of excitement going uh, going home. But, you know, he needs to continue this trajectory. That way, the Rockets are like, okay, I'm going to keep you on this roster. But yet again, it's not a bad thing to go to the G League, continue to hone your skills, and then bring that back the same way KPJ did last year. So that's a guy on the bubble. Armani Brooks, you know, Elite shooter, had that huge uh, three-point shot. Uh, don't know. Again, there's a lot of guards on his roster. Dante Exum had a nice little run there uh, defensively as well. And DJ Augustine, you know, a veteran that might play early on in the season because, again, coaches lean with the veterans all the time. I mean, that's just a given. So you got to assume that he's going to get some of the playing time there. So where do all these other guards on the bubble play for the Houston Rockets? It'll be interesting to see how a coach decides how to do that. And let's end it with uh, Daniel Green, right? Dan or Daniel Green. I was, I was looking at the names. But uh, Eric, again, real quick on Eric Gordon. Cosmic professional. Super strong. He's going to expand the floor. Give guys like KBJ, Jalen Green the space, right, to attack the rim and do what they do. But he's a good player, and a lot of teams are going to want him, especially at the deadline. So that's a name that you want him to succeed. That way you get as much value in return for a guy like Eric Gordon. Listen it on Jalen Green, man. Jalen Green just showed why he may be rookie of the year this season. This dude is just a beast, super athlete, man. He finished 4-14, 0-6 beyond the arc. He was upset that he didn't hit a three. But a lot of his shots were in and out. Four or six from the free throw line, six rebounds, two assists. It was a minus nine, but he ventured 12 points, three turnovers. It's his first game. He had some real nice highlights today. Just destroyed Kyle Kuzma early in that game. I was more impressed uh, with how he attempted and focused on getting his teammates involved, right? He finished with two assists, but I felt like he could have had four or five if his teammates would have hit those shots. His gravity alone created those shots. And just that first step is so explosive. And when he gets stronger, he's just going to be dunking on dudes, you know, barring injury. He needs to be smart with how he attacks the basket because he can't be dunking on everybody, right? And just being like that. Who's a guy that gets hurt and is always trying to dunk? But, you know, be selective when, when, when you want to give a highlight because guys take that personal and, you know, you know, God forbid I do take it too personal and try to injure him. You know, like that's happened before. It's it, it's it's a well-known fact. So being selective on how you use athleticism and just stopping on the dime 
for his patent mid-range shot, which again uh, was nice to see today. It's always going to be on full display because that's how he gets his buckets. It's the elite scores that can score on all three levels. Jalen Green is that. It was just fun to watch, man. And real fast on the Washington Wizards, I thought it was very interesting to see their starting lineup. I think it's a good lineup with Spencer Dinwiddie now playing the point guard. Bradley Beal, that's going to be a nice explosive backcourt offensively. Can they get it done defensively? We don't know. But to have Darren Gafford out there to clean up some of those mistakes. Kyle Kuzma, you know, had some good moments. 3 of 10, 3 of 8 from beyond the arc. 11 points. and eh, he got destroyed. Corey Kisper had some good moments as well. 2 of 6 from beyond the arc. Fell up in the field with 12 points as well. He's a good player. And, you know, how will they integrate a guy like Danny Avia? Um, Montrezl Harrell was good off the bench. He's going to patent the stats, right? Because next year he's going to be a free agent. So oh, we'll see how he does. Will there be a, a playoff team and be like, okay, I need a guy like Montrezl Harrell. I'm going to trade this piece, that piece, whatever the case may be. But I thought the Wizards have a, have a solid team. I mean, it's, it's, it's not bad. Is it a playoff team? Probably not, but you know, it's something to, to look forward into. Uh, Someone said, you, you don't like my glasses, bro? Man, he's going he's to he's hurt my feelings, bro. Be like, oh, you, you don't like my glasses? Okay. Uh, LOL. Trader, LOL. How does Shangun get into foul trouble? He is known for not fouling in Turkey. And he, is the NBA that soft? Yes, the NBA is that soft. But he showed a lot of greatness offensively today. And it's just going to be fun to see how he does. Uh in the near future, man. Again, I expect him to beat out Daniel Tice as the season progresses for that starting position. But as of right now, he should still be getting 22, 25 minutes without foul trouble. His impact is, it's something that you just can't deny. It's like, it's, it's undeniable. He is that good offensively. Defensively, he showed a lot of signs today. Uh, he had a couple mis again, a couple mistakes where he needs to go back, watch the film, be more selective, have more discipline, staying down. But for the most part, I loved what I saw from Alperen Shangun today. Uh, let me know what you guys' biggest takeaway was, man. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and again, our Alperen Shangun video, uh, our feature video is out. It's gotten good responses so far. Appreciate all the new Turkish fans that subscribe to the YouTube channel. Keep supporting, keep sharing. Let's keep growing, y'all. We, we'll be covering the Raptors, the Rockets, the Kings, the Pistons potentially. You know, some, some of the focuses and goals of this channel for this season. And obviously the entire NBA, but, you know, breaking down some film sessions as well for the Rockets, for the Raptors, for the Kings, for the Pistons, um, potentially for the Thunder as well. That's a team that I like. Uh, some of these younger teams with, you know, exciting talents like the future of the nba right now, those are the type of towns that i'm looking forward to covering all season long thank you guys so much man on behalf of the entire ck family basketball zone family uh derek says wood or shangun again Der uh, christian wood stretch four but a lot of those lineups will end potentially with wood at the five i mean that's how i foresee them if they want to win games or are they going to focus more on the development aspect of things? Christian Wood is definitely going to play the four. Like, he's so skilled offensively. He can stretch out the floor as well. I think it's a perfect pairing. And if you add Garuba to that defensively, 
that's a nice three three big man rotation there man it's this rocket team is just scary like how the hell do you go get shangun and Jalen green in one draft and then you add alperin uh, sorry shangun and green and then you add garuba to that that's crazy man we gonna end it on that thank you guys so much and on behalf of the entire basketball zone family we'll see you guys on the next one peace